0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode one seventy six. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. Hello, folks. Let's do a podcast. <sighs> welcome to Real Talk. What's Real Talk's opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between? Somewhere in the description of this video and/or podcast, you will see a link or a description of a link because it probably isn't active at www.theremnant.life/real-talk. The real in that is R E A L, which you should already know because you've clicked on this video or podcast. If you go to that link, put it in your phone even. If you go all the way down to the bottom of the page, we know it's weird. It's at the very bottom. If you click submit a question, you can put in a question about God, life, the Bible. Maybe you're just someone, you know, maybe you're a Christian and you have an embarrassing question to ask about a taboo topic, but you really feel like it's a serious topic and you don't feel comfortable asking your pastor uh, in person or your mom or dad. You can ask here. Maybe it is an article or a topic that... I don't know, same thing. Well, here's an opportunity to ask those questions. You click that question or paste that link into uh, the form fillable box that comes up. Tippity tap, hit submit. It goes into our database immediately um, and instantaneously. It's the same word. And anonymously, couldn't find if we tried. That's it. Uh, that's the gist of it. Business just done. I think this is you, my friend.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, here I am. So, y'all, a little update for you. So, we were, an, <laughs> uh, we were thinking about going in a different direction. I don't think there's an
0: update. What's the update?
1: We were thinking about going in a different direction as far as how to get the money for the fundraiser because we were looking into ways of doing, like, an online thing. Like, I know we had, like, we looked into, like... Uh, what was it? GoFundMe and all these other ones, and it just like the payment information thing was just kind of funky. So we're gonna probably do it through Tithely. So it should be definitely ready to go. Uh, the only thing that makes me a little sad is those other like uh, software things that you can do like online with all those other programs. Is it's like real time updates where it's at, which won't be uh, it won't be like an automatic thing through like Tithely. Like we'll have to yeah, like, do, like it would a, take
0: actual work on our part. Yeah.
1: It just, I guess, to me, it just like it wouldn't be like as cool. So it's like, oh, it makes me sad. But I'm still excited. So, but you don't have any sort of date. Um. Yes, that's true. I don't have. A, also, I don't have there's a date. no we
0: here. I was not involved in this at all, except to bring up the fact of why. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay. So it's coming at some point, And yes, and tidily. If you're new. AJ often forgets there are people out there, you lovely viewers and listeners, who do not attend the church that sponsors this. So it's you don't true. have a clue what tidly is. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I can't really explain that to you. It's just a, a service. Once it's done and up and ready, there's no point telling you right now. We'll tell you the link, and you can uh, there'll be a drop down box, and you can follow. Perfect. Thank you. Yep. All right. Moving on. It says catch up on our lives, I man. Anything you have going on? You want to? You want to chat about? Let's
1: see. I know last week I thought I had something, which I think I did, and I just forgot, so I was like, no, I don't have anything, and I'm sure I have something here. Let's see. I'm going to say not anything initially, no, not that comes to mind.
0: Do you think about this show at all before we actually begin filming? <laughs> Sometimes.
2: <laughs> okay. But the okay. kind of new thing that we're going to have to do with AJ every week is we're going to have to give him a little journal. And he's
0: gonna ride out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, little well, pre-show you right now. If you say anything, I wish. I sometimes wish people could be a fly on the wall in here, and because people constantly, not um, often, say that we are mean to AJ or we seem irritated, <laughs> and the reason is we are irritated sometimes yep. because we've done done this show. What do we say? Three years? Yeah, it's been yeah. like three years. Three years. Oh, actually, I it'll be four. Like four yeah. It'll be four years at the end of this year, and still. It's the same format every week, yep. <laughs> a, a, you know, and this guy just here was your update last week. I had something and I forgot it this week. I don't have anything. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, OK, well, hey, I'll catch you guys up on mine. A couple of things yeah, to let you know about. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's doing. So uh, I this is this is it for me for a while. So adios, amigos. You won't be seeing me for a while. What that means for the show, I have no idea. EJ, quit nodding your head in the corner of my eye, you weirdo. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what that means long term. Um, I don't know if, the guy, if there'll be a show. We've talked about some guest hosts, uh, or maybe not. I don't want to get your hopes up on that. I don't know for sure. Um, that's something we'll have to discuss as kind of a crew. But this will be my last episode for a time. So, um, no, I'm not going to jail. And, uh, no, I'm not being shipped off to... China, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, gonna be gone for a while, so just letting you guys know that. So, in case they do come back or you don't see a show, I you know it could be one week, it could be a month. I don't know the answer to that. So, figured I would let you guys know that right off the bat. Um, Beyond that, hmm, I think I talked about a lot of this last week. I think I might have given myself a hernia, which just sucks. Yeah, I know. Fun turn, just looked down sadly. Uh, could be just a strained ab, but it burns and hurts. So, if anyone has uh, has experience with a hernia, like, is it something that's pretty obvious? It's a hernia, or is it something that uh, you have not had a hernia?
1: My dad had one, and and it was it was pretty. Like I saw it, mm-hmm. like it was it was like bulging out, like it was it was. Well, pretty the
0: problem like... is mine is hidden in my fat. <laughs> So, pretty hard to know if it's a bulge if you can't see it within my fat, right? But maybe that. But maybe. But maybe Stop. I would. Right? You know what I mean? Maybe I would. So that's good to know. Yeah, so it wasn't really. You couldn't mistake it.
1: No man. I mean, it was. What about pain wise? Did he? Say? Oh yeah, it was. Like, he huge. he couldn't lift like ten pounds, bro.
0: Without agony. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, I'm probably like, just strained then. Mm-hmm. Um. So that stinks. Just another thing in the life of Todd getting hurt.
1: Yeah, and that was like a doctor's like order too, like like wow. to, like you can't lift anything because like it was that. Did he had
0: surgery or did feel like He up? did have surgery. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. So I'm in some pain right now. Um, I won't tell you how it happened. I was using the bathroom. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> now the other thing is, I'm very active anyway, as you guys know. I don't ever take. Yesterday, I took my first day off unintentionally from lifting and stuff. Hmm. But um, how it feel. Well, it was miserable. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like now nah, I just have to double up today, so it's going to be very stressful. <sighs> um. you,
2: know, you know, this is actually a thing that Jocko talks about. He's, one of the, he's the only person I've ever seen do this, because everybody else refuses to do this. They all disagree.
0: But uh, He never takes a day off, does he?
2: Uh, no, he refuses to take a day off, and what he says is he's like this, the day off will come. Mm. And they go, what, what do you mean? He's like, the day off will come. If you're not doing it out of weakness, the day off will come. It it I'm gonna go hundred percent until that day off comes, and that will be my rest day. There you go. Because yeah. it just happens. He's like I that's I,
0: actually kind of what I happened, happened yesterday. yesterday. It was not planned, yeah. it just happened. I, hmm. He just goes nice. that's, that's and cool. <laughs> nice, but, but uh, give you some peace of mind. Because yeah, I definitely got dressed to go. Like I was going, and then a oh, bunch of stuff ha- Oh, you did? Yeah. You did. Were you here yeah. when I was here? Did you did I talk to you?
1: No.
2: Wait, I saw, <laughs> I he I goes, saw you get ready earlier.
0: Oh, yeah, I came back. I came back here yesterday oh. late. Um, I saw Grant. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I saw. Then I wasn't here. Oh, for yeah. That. Where were you? Oh, where I had where? no idea. Um Yeah, Grant was I mean, Cowboy Kenny was uh he's in his own world, his own virtual world. Mm-hmm. Um Apparently, uh, Trent was around. He saw you. Oh, yeah, I spoke with Trent for a while. Oh, nice. He talked about his uh cool little miracle moment, which was which was really oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, what else to t- to say? Yeah, that was cool. I, I don't want to tell a story, but um, yeah, man, we'll see. I guess I maybe I'll have an update when I get back. But uh, hmm, anything else happened? Oh, I've I've had nightmares recently. Just sort of odd. Oof, that's that's. Um, scary. yeah, because I don't typically dream, and uh, I've been dreaming lately. They've been nightmares. Oh god, maybe it is a hernia,
1: man. It hurts right now. Mm. I don't
0: know, man. I've never had a hernia. No, since. I know. You it, pretty clearly. it was clearly. it's a
1: pretty obvious bullet. Oh yeah, dude. I mean it, it was like super like I mean I could see it. Like yeah. but it was
0: fat. <laughs> Stop. So I don't know if you could see it. Stop. Um So you're having nightmares? Yeah. I just heard all of a sudden I was talking. That's mm. why I did that. I keep feeling like, is there a bulge here? But you can just strain muscles down there. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
1: also, I know you've told the story, but like you have like a ripped ab, too. Yeah, but so that's like, up here. Oh, so it's pretty low comparatively? Oh, yeah, you were just reaching down there.
0: Makes yeah, sense. Man, it's, it was down here. <laughs> There's pain. And it kind of goes from here to here, so which makes me think that it's a section of my ab. Mm. Right? Because right now it hurts here, but the, the lump thing right here. Literally right here. Mm. Is that where his was? Could it could be a minor. No, I think his was lower. It
1: okay. mm-hmm. could be a minor. Like, almost like straight
0: waistline. Yeah, no, mine. my, It's right, you know, in my fat. Um, yeah, so I, I've I've considered whether... I just remembered one the other day. This one, the, the one nightmare I had was like Saturday night going into Sunday. And it's sort of like... I don't even know if I want to tell it because it's creepy, man. Hmm. Um, and, I don't, and it involves a family member. Boy. I guess I could just say... I did not say the family member. So it, in the dream, I don't remember all of it. I'll just tell you this nightmare. In the dream, I was—I had people with me, too, and several people. Maybe you guys were, I don't remember. And i we had to go see this family member of mine who was we knew was passing away, and I wanted to go see them before they passed away. Elderly person, so don't, it's not. Okay. Um, and actually, this person's already passed away in real life, so. So I went to see this person, and they were in an old, like in, uh, I was going to say an old folks home, that's not politically correct, a retirement home or elderly care facility. And it was an open room surrounded by people, like sitting, old people, you know, older people, oh, man. older people, and some not. And he was sitting in a recliner. Now, so far, you're like, hey, this doesn't sound bad. Except he was already, like the gist of it, was he was already passed away and was talking to me.
1: Yep. Dude, that, that's, that's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Was it like, I never, like a zombie, yes. Okay. I, I was going to yeah. ask, like, was he like decomposed? Was it like. Yeah,
0: like, wow. but, but not fully. Like, you, I just kind of knew in the dream, you know, and like there was some like grayness, maybe, you know what I mean? Oh, it wasn't man. like, uh, but it was funny because he was still my relative. So, like, there was love there. But I remember feeling, you know, clear terror. Fear, uh, right. It makes sense. And then now I can't remember, man. I wish I wrote it down because I had one last night. And I do not remember what was it this, is. Was it similar? No. Mm. No. And I wish that I remember this. Because I remembered it earlier this morning. And I did. sometimes i write my dreams down. Which I read to you guys some of the synopsis of uh-huh. half-asleep dreams. Oh, yeah, man. They're insane. Like the vampire one in high school. That, <laughs> um, so anyway... Yeah, it's just weird that I've had these n- nightmares lately because I don't typically dream.
2: I, I know I'm a lot like you in that. I don't dream. I, I have moments. And when I do dream, that's a whole other discussion. But when I do dream, it's very, very, very vivid. And it's, very, it's not very frequent. And typically, it's one dream from one night. And mm-hmm. um, I don't remember my dreams. I don't really dream. Um, It's probably why I don't get a lot of restful sleep, actually, at the end of the day. Like, I I sleep, but I'm not really rested. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do, however, get lots of nightmares. Um, And I've had that for a long time in my life. And I feel you in that. And it goes in spurts. I have noticed that. So, I know one thing that used to help me, especially when I was in high school, I had uh, nightmares all the time. I had nightmares for, like, weeks straight. Terrible, terrible nightmares. Could barely sleep. So... What helped me back then was reading my Bible before I went to bed, or every time I woke up, I read my Bible, and I prayed for him to help me go back to bed and have yeah. a restful sleep and not not have anything else happen to me. Hmm. I prayed to Jesus, and honestly, hmm. God helped me a lot during that time and allowed me to sleep and not have crazy nightmares that were absolutely terrible. So I feel you in that. It, it, I can't really tell you why it would be happening, possibly stress or possibly just insanity in your life. I know that triggers it sometimes.
1: Makes sense. I know. Or you, just,
2: or, you never know, man. I, I, I'm all over the place with, with dreams and nightmares and
0: stuff like it. I mean, it could just be. It's, be it's just funny that, like, it, it's all happened sort of recently.
1: Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's not. Uh, it does remind me that. You actually did remind me of something in my own life, talking about that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I guess, things do happen in a week, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, sometimes, like, we, it's hard to have things every week.
1: Um, I have felt a lot more uncomfortable in the dark by myself lately. Really? A lot more uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Don't like it. Like I remember last night, everyone was asleep. By the time I came back, and I actually literally stared in this church, like
0: before you came in. Yeah,
1: like I was like, I don't like this. Like
0: you're in the place, yeah.
1: Yeah, like like right, like like I came in and like I was like, I don't like this at all. Like it made me literally kind of like I just felt so uncomfortable. So, and then when I came in, it wasn't as bad, but I still felt like a like a like a it's tension. I don't like it. So
0: It's interesting, man.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, it's been a long time since i felt
0: that way, and I, I don't like it. Have you guys ever heard of, it's unrelated a little bit, but this idea of, I'm going to jack this phrase up, but the idea that there's a global consciousness, a meaning global like consciousness. when a lot of things happen in the world, like say high-stress events, or there's a tense thing that people everywhere feel it, even if they don't know what it's about. I
1: think you. Yes, you. Yeah. T- I think you've mentioned. This is this like
0: report. some. There's thought of this. I, I'm not saying it. it's true. It's just interesting, because. And I suppose we could talk about this now or later. Mm-hmm. Most likely, we'll get a shadow band. You guys know what happened yesterday, right?
2: No, actually, I don't. I wasn't on news or oh, anything yesterday. really? I, know. I was. I was. A Former
0: radio president. Oh, he got yeah, raided. Today, Trump's Mar a Lago is personal. Uh, residence was raided
1: that's right by the fbi, by the
0: FBI. now mm-hmm. here's the interesting thing they broke into a safe they had all these things couple why does this matter um certainly i the former director of intelligence i just saw just now looked and he said he could not believe this that this was akin in his words to third world dictatorships and that he believes why are you confused by that they're saying the fact that they're going in wh- this is hard. Why did you make that confused face? I'm trying to think why that's
1: Sorry, I was just listening. I was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I, like, I feel like I got to explain one part before we move on because my what bad. if you don't know it? No,
1: you know I, I, mean? I get what you're saying. Sorry. I,
0: it wasn't I me. My, he my said face. it. <laughs> oh, great. Another awkward show. Uh, hey. So, anyway, um, big deal, man. A, ben- a bunch of President Trump supporters went down there, apparently, what was going on uh the fallout from this we don't know what it's going to mean um but there are some i'm sure there are people all happy but some i mean it's this is kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for here this is this is uh unprecedented um and it's interesting i don't want to like start a hype train here but i don't know man they how do I sometimes I'm torn on what to say? <laughs> it makes um, sense,
1: man, and I get it. We're down the like road. you said, like you said, we're, so we're already So, Bernard
0: down Carrick, who was the former New York City police commissioner, okay, so this is a legit person, tweeted, and just like in other third world countries, because this Rich, Richard Grinnell said, Third world dictators prosecute their political enemies. Um, at someone has as weaponized the US, U.S. government for his political purposes, outrageous, and created a terrible precedent. And then this Bernard. B. is is the former, says, and just like in other third world countries, if today's raid by current presidents, FBI does not stop Donald Trump from running for president in 2024, their next move will be assassination. He said that. Like, I mean, I, I'm not.
1: It's just bold interesting
0: word. that they think that, exactly. Pretty, pretty bold words. So. Yeah. Man, um, dude. Also found out that, Yesterday's raid made people forget that it was the last day for the FBI to hand over to Congress the documents from a certain relative of the president's laptop. It was supposed to be turned in yesterday. Wow. So the uh timing. man, just weird stuff going on here. The timing of everything, man. It's just so
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And this is this is this is almost a clear it's very interesting how they got the warrant to even search the place,
0: probably. Uh, interesting or you said yes that. They if they didn't because have the there is the uh, the Florida the Florida federal oh man. This get this is why I know we're gonna get banned. I'm not saying <laughs> this stuff is true. <laughs> is right. I'm just saying this is interesting because we're bringing this is it from out. the New York Post, so this is real. Yeah. That the federal the Florida Federal Magistrate judge who signed off on the search warrant for the FBI raid was an attorney who represented employees of Jeffrey Epstein. Who had received immunity during his sex trafficking investigation? Interesting. It's just odd. Now the fact it that, that his name clearly we're getting shadow banned. That's okay. My apologies. Um, I just think it's really interesting. This is real
1: news, man. People need to know this stuff. Yeah, so. it's real news. It's huge. And, and and all the all the like all the paths that intersect. Even 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 in just this small bit of information you've given, it like. How can you not ignore it? You know, like it's there's just too well, how much. Can you ignore it? You mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. How? How? It's how? Pretty can... wild, man.
0: It's pretty wild. Um, mm. I mean, wow. A lot of, I think what's interesting is You're making me people. Um, you. People don't know this stuff. Oh yeah. They don't know or if this. they do, you know. It, it, it. Man, I don't know. Pretty interesting. Oh, man, it's just... Andrew... Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) The department... This is Andrew Cuomo, who is not a President Trump fan. Remember, Mm -hmm. he's a disgraced guy, right? That's right. But he says, The Department of Justice must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives, or, or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation.
1: Interesting coming from him. It, there still
2: is
0: enough room to sue
2: if the warrant has no basing as well. So that'll also open up doors.
0: <clears throat> man, dude. Pretty wild, isn't it? Oh, absolutely.
2: Oh, very much so. It it almost reminds me of, like, dare I say, the Gestapo. Like, that's where it's headed. Which is really sad. I
0: don't know, man. I think, I think it's, yeah, it's... Uh
2: just an interesting turn of events, especially because this is a former president, which is not. Yeah,
0: a- I think that's the precedent they're saying that this sets, oh, yeah. is huge. that it sets a huge, pre- a, a terrible precedent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: So. It's absolutely, absolutely terrible.
0: <clears throat> yeah. It goes back to you got you to get your news sources from a lot of different a, a lot of different uh, sources, your news, if you want to get a, a good picture of everything going on.
1: Absolutely, man. You can't um, just stick with the major ones. You
0: can't. Well, we lost some viewers over this political stuff we covered last year for sure. Oh, definitely um, we did. And got it, you know. But at the end of the day, we're pretty much about, you know, freedom's freedom. And it's it, you can't really choose. The more government involvement you have in your life, let's just put it this way, unrelated, is the less freedom you have, period. I mean, that's just the way it works. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. I just, that isn't really related to my life, but I thought I... I got some text this morning and then went and I I heard it I heard it yesterday but I got some more texts this morning and uh definitely is creating an even deeper divide in this country between the supporters of because let's put it this way regardless of my personal views this if you guys remember Andrew Yang or whatever he he's a guy I think he ran for president
1: okay yeah one of
0: the smaller parties okay. last time I, but he wrote this Yang. uh I'm not on Twitter I just see a screenshot here but he's, what did he tweet here? It's pretty interesting, coming from, I want to find, I don't know why, oh, here we go. Andrew Yang says, quote, I'm no Trump fan. I want him far, as far away from the White House as possible, but a fundamental part of his appeal has been a, that it's him against the corrupt government establishment. This rage strengthens the case for millions of Americans who will see this as an unjust persecution.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, man. Which makes it look absolutely terrible, and it's
0: yeah. It makes
1: you, yeah, man, I just, I guess, well, I guess what I'm, like, thinking about, like, why? Like, why would We don't know.
0: That's the other thing. They won't say. Someone said that had something to do with missing uh, documents from the National Archive. Take this with a grain of salt. I haven't researched enough. Yeah. I just saw. But Cash, I can't remember his last name. You know uh, Patel? Yes. He said that the things that they claimed they were looking for were already declassified. So that's not, who knows? So it'll be interesting to see in the days and weeks ahead. Yeah. What's going on? We've got a lot of stuff going on in the world. Uh, tension with Taiwan, as we all know. Um, Russia. It's just, you know, got to pray for this world, man. Pray for this country. And uh, pray for peace because, you know, and that, that's the part of having faith, too, is, you know, at the end of the day, we don't know how everything's going to work, but we uh, we know the one who does. So, I know there's we have some friends we can't talk about this stuff with because they get anxious, and rightfully so, I understand. It's, it's, but, it's pretty you know, heavy. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? Ignorance, meaning not knowing, is not going to necessarily protect you if something were to happen.
1: That yeah. is true. So,
0: I don't know. Did, not trying to create a hype train. Just more found it interesting. Want to see if you guys have heard about it? Mm. Uh, we don't. We'll see what comes in the days ahead. I mean, this is breaking news. Just happened yesterday. Oh yeah. So to make this clear, the FBI, right, which essentially at the end of the day reports to the acting president, mm-hmm. raided, and they use the word raided raided the personal home of a former president.
1: Yep. yep. I bet you that's never happened. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's
0: such a crazy president. Well, it weaponized president. the FBI, they were mm-hmm. saying, right? The other thing I would say, let's look at all the things that have happened here. <laughs> I could go on and on. I, w- I would encourage you to look into, uh, you know, all the way back from just an interesting time. Put it th- <laughs> I'll leave it at
1: that. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, you guys have anything else personally? Uh, hmm.
1: I think so, man. You reminded me of the
0: darkness thing. That was <laughs> that is creepy. About man. it. <laughs> um, reminds me of that interesting show we started. We're not saying people should watch it, but it's Sandman. It oh this yeah. Show. I'm I not did. suggesting necessarily people watch it because I can't. We've seen one episode and we can't go deep enough yet to tell you whether we would give our stamp of approval from a uh, believing <laughs> right. standpoint. Right. But the concept is very interesting. It is, man. It, dude, it's such a it's yeah. it paints such a cool picture. Yeah. Um, so that, that's something that happened.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, man, That's a, I, I'm super excited to keep watching that show. I hope people, you know, it's, I don't know. To me, I guess it's, like, different between, uh, what's the show? The other one we watched that we were like, people, it's a really good show, but, like, be careful watching oh, it. Um, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. That's what it was, because I feel yeah, like. If your
0: faith is strong Of and you in true, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like it might be a little different just because it's, you. like, this show, like like, the Sandman is a lot more, like, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like it's a lot more, like, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but, like, it, it's clearly more different. Fantasy. Yes, yeah. that's actually, exactly. It's more of that, like, like you wouldn't world, have to like,
0: guess that it's, I mean, it's so far removed from reality. That, exactly. Well, yeah. Midnight,
1: Midnight Mass was directly now, about
0: faith, and, like, does it have clear, like... Same thing Hollywood always has. I mean, it definitely has a, uh, an agenda. Oh, it for there. sure. So, But you can't get away from that in media nowadays. No.
1: It's like almost impossible. Anyway,
0: <laughs> that's, that's what's been going on. Nothing else I can think of. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, questions. Oh, we'll get started here. Number one, this goes right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Do you think the way WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, Let's women beat on men and even enter men's royal rumbles has contributed to how society sees men.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, this is, to me, this is very similar to any other sort of media or, you know, like what you just said, like, you know, they have, you know, the media in Hollywood has agendas. Um, and I think they, you know, in this instance, they go right along with that, that propaganda of like the whole, like, you know, men are weak sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't matter if it's just a show. You know, it definitely influences people. Um, So with that being said, yeah, I definitely think that that can help shape some sort of societal standard.
0: Definitely. I think, so the idea here, if those aren't familiar, is like, has women coming in and beating up and throwing out men. Yes. Muscular men. (laughs) Yes. Um, So here's the thing about it. I don't know so much if it has contributed to how society sees, you know, gender, or it is a result of the where society's going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yep. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't contribute to it, because it all does. Uh, I've told you guys before, my bigger worry is less. It's certainly, it it, it paints men as weak a lot, right? In, in yeah. Takes, but also, I've said this many times. I feel like this sets a dangerous precedent for women. mm Uh, Not precedent. It it can make women like, I don't know, sometimes I wonder about little girls who are going to grow up and think, oh, I can easily overpower a man anytime I want and put themselves in dangerous situations. Have I ever told you my theory on this? Like, you know, well, and and I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, listen, biological differences are real. Men have more muscle. They are bigger. Skeletal muscle, all of it. So sometimes I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't have any evidence of this, but I would wonder what it's like to grow up thinking that even physically men and women are the same when they're clearly not, and then maybe ladies putting themselves in, in, in dangerous situations Yeah, man. because of almost a false sense of confidence, you know? That isn't necessarily their fault. It's just the way society is doing it. Exactly. You know? It's what they've grown to believe, grown up to believe. It's like, I, we, I think we mentioned the one time was, with, uh, oh, gosh. What is her name? Venus and... In... Serena 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 Williams, Williams, and and you can look this up. It's not exactly cool, but essentially something that affects. She was on a late-night talk show. I tell this a lot. And I just thought it was really humble of her and honest. And they tried to, like, corner her and be like, you could clearly beat the 200th-ranked male professional tennis player in the world. And they're all laughing. And she goes, no, I couldn't. (laughs) And she's the greatest female tennis player of all time. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, listen, it's completely different. The the speed at which they play, you you know, What a, what a, that doesn't make her less of a champion. No. It makes her a realistic person. Yes. So, absolutely. um, Same reason that I've heard people before talking about back in the day with Ronda Rousey when she was at her highest peak, like she could take men and it's like, no. No, she can't. No, she can't. If you put a woman in in an MMA, even at the same weight class, Mm -hmm. there's a reason we don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you could literally get someone killed. Yes. So, you know, I don't know why in this culture, and even I get sucked up in it as I'm talking, is like, then I start to go, oh my gosh, am I sounding sexist because I'm seeing a reality? Because think mm-hmm. about it, there's still a reason why, even though it's beginning to change, with, uh, you know, we differentiate between the genders, and I think in some ways it minimizes the greatness of female athletes when they, when they try to compare them to male athletes, because it, 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 they don't need to beat a male athlete to be great. Does that make sense? I 100% agree hundred percent agree
1: no, that's great, man, because I dude, you' you're spot on like th- there is such a clear difference in in everything you just said, there's such a clear difference, and you cannot you know it, it, there's so many, there's so much evidence that that proves that, and even like you used tennis earlier, I know that there's been a lot of actual even matches over the years where they've had like the best male player play the the best female player what? in tennis. Yeah. And oh, I've never seen
0: the best, the best. I remember that in the 80s when <clears throat> they had that old man play a woman in her prime.
1: Now that, and yes. And he beat her
0: the first time. and then he the did. second time when he was even older.
1: <laughs> yep. And that's the only time it's happened. Every other time they've gotten just smoked.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. just like... Well, again, that's not... But even as we say this, the point isn't even to point out that men are more superior. It's more no. the question is... We're different. Does WWE contribute to that i just I, it, it makes you wonder you know if you could look at it from a big kind of uh you know what's the word i'm looking for well if you could look at it from the big picture i'll just say that mm-hmm. from a macro view of it in the macrocosm right if you could look at all of it it'd be interesting to see how it all affects to where we're at today all of it mm-hmm. um you know it just is interesting did you have some fun turn yeah,
2: yeah here's the thing so if we're even beyond the creation standpoint, let's look at this at a biological standpoint. Even let's, men and women are created differently. Sure, we are. We are physiologically physiology. Our physiology is completely different. Absolutely. There are, just because you can't do what a man can do does not make you less than, and that is this giant feminist mu- movement. I, I hate to say it, but that's it's exactly true, what it is you misconstrued what the original feminist movement is and I, and it is tearing down another you're tearing down men that's that's what it happens a lot Tom. and you're trying to compare yourself to something you'll never be able to meet up to and it is creating a dangerous standard at the end of the day just because you can't do what a man can do doesn't make you less than. Yeah. And in a lot of different ways. Or
0: minimize your greatness as a female competitor. Exactly. Yeah. It
2: doesn't. And, and there are things that you are going to be better at naturally mm-hmm. and also just as a woman than a man will ever be. If we're looking at this from the biological standpoint, as we, we just bring it down to we are animals. The the women is the caretaker ninety five percent of the time. Now now while men actually have a huge part in boys and little little boys and little girls' lives, that is very true. We are the protector, we are the hunter, we are the gatherer, we are that is what our job is. And that doesn't mean that she isn't gonna go out and gather things if in this if we were like a wolf pack essentially. She's gonna go still do that. However, she's gonna take care of the children. She's going to nurse them feed them, make sure that they're good to go while we're right. away doing things and making sure that they're this. Yep. And she's actually doing things too. See, that's the It's different roles. Actually, exactly. Mm-hmm. Completely different roles. She could be adding on to the
1: house just as important. Back. We
2: have a deer on our back because we had to chase it through the forest on our bare feet with a spear or a club <laughs> and hit it upside the back of the head. That's our job.
1: Right. Exactly. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. that's exactly how it should be. It, yep. it, it doesn't make you less than. And it's a misconception. Definitely. It's a huge
2: misconception. And it's actually a huge lie that I think has been pushed for a long time. And it sucks that it keeps getting pushed. Because it makes you seem like you are... It gives you this unreal expectation that you'll never be able to reach. And if you can never reach that goal, you will only get sadder. Exactly. If you can see the reality of the situation, that doesn't mean you don't try to be the best that you possibly can be as a woman. I actually encourage you to do that. Be the best that you possibly can. However... You may not actually. You won't be able to be as good, especially in a sport as a male competitor. Mm-hmm. You won't be. We are built faster, stronger, yeah. and we're just able to do
0: that. That's it's our true, job. man. It's true. Yeah, I mean, yes. You just want to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to hear. Yeah, it's just I don't know, um, and I think we're seeing that a little bit with the uh, with some of the outcry, even among people who have no issues. You know, with the, with the transgender movement, for instance, but they have an issue with them competing in female sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, and that's some wild stuff when you look at, you know, the again, I'm throwing this number out arbitrarily, but I do think it's pretty low. Like the the 200th ranked New York swimmer, if you remember, when he became transgender, w- was the number one national champion. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, Dude, that's unfair, man. That's it not is. fair to to the ladies. Um, and it makes you wonder what's the next sport that they might come into.
2: It's already having an MMA.
0: There were, well, I think I... Well, yeah, that... That was
2: disgusting. But I, there
0: was also, I think... You remember a couple of years ago we talked about this? A guy in his 50s oh yeah, went wow. and played college basketball. Yep, and just as identified as he's a woman. And he's 6'8", you know? And mm-hmm. he was dominating even at 50-some years old mm-hmm. because... Is there – I have a question.
1: Is there, like, an actual, like, public outcry from women athletes going, this is ridiculous some, or not? Yeah, some. Because I feel so bad for them because mm-hmm. all the time they put in to try think to be the, the best I they can be the thing, yeah. just to have someone say, well, I, I claim to be a woman,
0: and then they just dominate. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> – Yeah, it just – I mean, look what it – yeah, it's, it's – it, it's scary, man. The it is. where culture's headed sometimes, but yeah. And talking about the MMA, I mean, that person who had gone through fully hormones and stuff was still like almost killing women. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And and it's funny because Joe Rogan talked about this, who's an MMA, and he was like, "This person could kill someone." Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted him in the ring. Yeah. So interesting. All right, moving on. Hey, I'm going to read this one because more of a statement addressed to me, and, and then we'll, you go ahead and do two, and we'll come back. Okay. Todd, first let me confess that I do not know you personally. So there, these are genuine thoughts and questions based off what just what I've heard and noticed on this podcast. You said you struggle to be content and that you can veer towards a negative mindset. I, too, have these tendencies. I was wondering if you were raised in a, quote, healthy, un, uh, end quote, home. I was not, and I realized through many hours of counseling that I was never content because I was too scared to be. I'd always been let down growing up, and I never knew what safe or secure felt like. I was negative because then I couldn't be let down. I was I was just always prepared for the fall in every relationship or season of life and therefore didn't know how to enjoy it. I didn't even truly know how to abide in Christ. I'm older than you, and maybe I'm way off base, but maybe there's something you can take from my testimony. Ask God to heal not only your heart, but your personality and emotions as well. Be thankful like you referenced in Philippians. Be more graceful with yourself and those close to you and rejoice, brother. Keep fighting the good fight. Well, first of all, thank you for your, uh, for your comment. It was very humble, and, and I can sense the love in it, so I appreciate you so much. And um, Some of this I've talked about. And, yeah, uh, absolutely would agree. Um, and this is always tough, man. When you're on a when you're on a podcast, I love my family. Yeah, I never want to to diminish my family. I'm uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of the positives in my life and who I am have come from my family. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm very thankful. But would I say that in the classic definition, I was raised in a healthy home? Probably not. Certainly not. Um, and this puts me in a tough place. You, get, The guys here know you know some of the things. I don't know. It, it's funny. Um, I, I'll put it this way. I grew up in a lot of fear. Um, and you can fill in that however you want. Um, so certainly that's affecting me. And I think you're right on. And I've said this. You said uh, I was negative because I couldn't be let down. I used to say that. I said I'm not uh, negative. I'm just a realist. Mm-hmm. Um And here's the reality, I'll come back to that. Um, Yeah, I've been in counseling. Um, It's it's certainly affected my life in different ways. Uh, Abiding Christ, I love that. One of the first sermons I ever wrote was about uh, that section of Scripture in the Gospel of John about abiding in Christ, resting. Um, I think it's awesome that it sounds like you've been completely healed of that and, you know... Praise God. Uh, What I would say is, though you are definitely right, is I think sometimes God, certainly God can heal things immediately and instantaneously, and sometimes people's journeys involves a slower process of healing. Absolutely, man. And um, God has healed me for sure. I am way different than I was when he found me. Um, But, yeah, I think the echoes of those, and I'm sure you feel this way too, whoever you are, but the echoes of that, well, may never leave you know of, of growing up and what you grew up in and whatever that is yeah man and I think sometimes the echoes definitely affect me and I think you're spot on and very um perceptive to pick up on that I will say also right now in this time and I, I've kind of been honest about this you know I think that I just need I've got to take some time and and I have not taken a rest not making excuses but yeah, legitimately 10 years it's going it's on 10 weird. years uh i guess nine technically next year would be 10 Still, um man, that's, that's a long that's time long time um so i think what i'm not making excuses what i think happens is is those echoes can become even more loud mm-hmm. when you're burnout, out exhausted um so i love thank you so much for sharing this and i think you're right on um yeah, I think where you said the one thing that kind of is convicting is prepared for the fall and every relationship a season of life and don't know how to enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's true, sometimes too. And I know for me, I have a tendency to. We talk about this a lot. Time is very interesting, oh, man. I, um, yeah. And I, I've been talking about existential crisis a lot lately. And maybe, you know, you've come along as I'm doing that too, and as I get older and realizing what is life and what is, what matters in life. And so, uh, man, I think this message, this, this comment comes along at kind of the perfect time because yeah. I think you're, I guess I would say, yeah, I, I, I agree with you for the most part. The only thing I would say is um, I'm a, sometimes God takes longer to heal certain things. And, and the testimony, I think of Paul when he said, remove this, you know, thorn in my flesh. I'm not saying this is my thorn in my flesh, but sometimes I, I wonder. Um, I've shared with the guys before. There's times since you, oh man, this is so. I know I'm kind of dancing around. I don't want to hurt anyone. That's the problem. Yeah. So I guess I'll just be blunt with this part. Um, I've been angry before at what was taken from me and what was like, how things have affected me to this day and what you're saying because I can see it. And it's so interesting that, that we can see things in ourselves sometimes, especially as believers, right? Because we're the Holy Spirit. And yet it still affects us. And I hate that. It's me so too. maddening. Me too, man. Um, and I think some of the things you're talking about are those things and how I can react out of them or how the echoes of, of my life and, and those moments, those scary moments growing up or whatever, still affect me, even if I don't want them to and even if I'm aware of them. So, yeah, you're right. I think you're right on. And hopefully, um, I don't know, hopefully the, the, that process of healing will continue. But also, no, I just got to do what Jesus said. And if I'm not doing what he told me, um, abiding is a good point. But also, you know, if you're not in the word as diligently, not in a religious way, but because we need that. You know, and if we're not in prayer and um, I don't know, if we're not doing what God told us to do in the right heart, that mm-hmm. can also affect it. Absolutely. So, I like what you said, though. Be more graceful with yourself and those closest to you. I think I'm pretty good with being graceful to people close to me. Well, was. Um But yeah, I struggle with having grace with myself for sure, and that probably leaks out on people too. Mm -hmm. A lot of rambling because I clearly you can tell it's uncomfortable me to talk because I don't want to hurt people Mm -hmm. that may see this. Good stuff, man. I don't think you know what I mean, like family members. But no, I was probably not raised in a in a healthy home. Yeah, in that classic sense. Anyway, thank you for the encouragement. Hmm. You're up, man. All right, so there you go. Actually, no. You know what? I should read no one because they've had to hear me for 35 minutes. Okay. And then you can't. Okay. Do any of you guys listen to other preachers?
1: Not very often. No. Um, I listen to TB over here. It's tuberculosis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> tuberculosis. <laughs> uh, I listen to him mostly, but um, I've listened to a few. And, I, and like I said, it's not very often, but I had a few listed here. I have listened to Furtick before. Uh mm-hmm way earlier on in my faith like
0: have you listened to a whole message before mm-hmm. I, I have just never. one I've only never. one whole message so it was that cool. week i was dying oh it's pretty cool that you did though because mm-hmm. i never I listened had to, one, so, like, I mean, to be
1: able to really judge it was good but it was uh very yeah it was very like light for mm-hmm. lack of better word um john MacArthur I listened to him before uh td jakes and mark
0: driscoll nice mm-hmm. so yeah you have fun turn
2: I've listened to multiple verdicts. Uh, I used to go to a different church before this church, so I've uh, listened to their preaching for a while. Uh, yeah. There's another guy. I forget what his name is. He also, he ran with verdict for a while. He's very interesting. I've listened to some of his sir, sir, uh, sermons. Yeah, sermons. Uh, I forget what his name is. Michael, I think, or something. Mm. One of the guys that are with him. But uh, I, those are pretty much the people I've listened to. I haven't listened to a sermon outside of Todd for while.
0: Well, we've had people here that have guest oh, yeah. preachers too. Yeah, I've, I've listened to like uh, AJ just AJ, preached Luke. Uh,
1: uh,
0: Luke. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I think they're probably meaning people even like out there at other churches, right? Uh, I think it's yeah. funny too that one. Like, I don't think you asked this question in a negative way at all, but there could be people like, oh my gosh, how are they not? It's like, dude, that's our church. Like, you're going to listen oh, yeah. <laughs> to the sermons at your church. Exactly. Mean you're a weirdo. Yeah. Um, so have I listened to the preachers? I used to quite a bit. Uh, I still do periodically more sound bites. It's, it's interesting because I try to be careful to do that because I don't ever want to, for lack of a better word, I know you can't plagiarize the Bible, but you could plagiarize messages, I people. believe. You know? I, you know? yeah, I get what you're saying. So I used to, um, I've listened to Mark Driscoll, uh, even though you know, some people don't like him. I think he preaches truth. Heck yeah. Uh, John MacArthur, John Piper, uh, a guy named Leonce Crump, which I've never told you guys about. Oh. Uh, he is a guy, it's so funny, man, when we first started church, I thought our church, he had just started his church a couple years before we started The Remnant. Funny story, okay, Oklahoma, Division One wrestler, who ended up playing football one year and then got a tryout at the NFL just because he's a freak athlete, a few, few years older than me, and they ended up starting this church in down, I believe, in Atlanta. Um, wow. And uh, he, he's a reformed guy, so probably closer to like a Driscoll as far as his beliefs. Um, used to listen to him all the time. All the time. Dang, man. And, uh, but I still believe in it, but I think he has a lot of interest in things outside. I'm not criticizing him. Just It's kind of why I fell away from him a little bit. A lot of social social justice stuff, which, again, isn't wrong. But I'm when I go to a sermon, I'm more wanting to hear, you know, hey, let's dive into Get the truth, right. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else that maybe I haven't said. Oh, um, you know, Billy Graham, even nice. though he's preached sermons, clearly I've listened to him. Um, man, who else have I listened to? I've certainly gone to other churches too. Um, something I'll be doing here, actually, I haven't told you guys in the next few weeks, yeah, is going to some Oh, that, that's,
1: that's true. I, I've listened to Ola, what's his name? I don't say probably won't say their name, but oh there yeah. I've, I've, I've listened to a couple people around. Yeah.
0: So yeah, good stuff.
2: Uh, there is one person. He's not a preacher, and he, he fervently says this. But he is very interesting to hear talk, about because it's the only time I've ever heard him talk about God, is Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is this mm. guy that nobody ever thinks he's this guy. He's, he's I don't know I about
0: knows. him. Uh, yeah, me either. He,
2: he does talk about the Bible. He does huh. talk about like going to church, and he does all this stuff. And like when he talks about it, like when he gets serious about the Bible, he's serious about the Bible. Now, he's not a preacher. and He will 100% tell you that about five different times if, if he's doing a motivational thing and he's talking about God in it. He'll tell you about five or six different times in the middle of it. That he's not a preacher, but listening to it, <laughs> it is interesting to hear him talk about God. At sometimes, because yep. he comes from a different lifestyle, he comes from he comes from the hood. He comes from a lot of things. He's also very open about. He's like, look, if we're we're on a scale from a hundred percent Christian to zero percent Christian, I'm about fifty to sixty five percent Christian. See, I see.
0: That's not, what Harvey said.
2: Yeah, he's like, I'm a Christian, but I I ain't sanctified yet. Like I, I'm working. See, on yeah, that's why sometimes
0: I I'm, like, I'm careful when I listen to those people because. Mm-hmm. and i don't know this about him uh, from what i've said he sounds like a really moral guy which is cool mm-hmm. but when people say stuff like that i'm almost like what does that mean to be 50 or 60 uh, yeah. percent you know what i mean like the sanctification one i get but anyway that is that's a good point i'm trying to think of anyone else man.
1: i've listened to old tebow oh yeah man who else yeah that was another guy i thought was tebow
0: I have not listened, weirdly enough, have not listened to Furtick, man. I've heard his sound bites. Yeah. I need to do it because I know he gets a lot of flack, and, I wanna, and I've been concerned about some of the stuff, and I want, but I want to hear it. You know? Interesting little
1: we'll, we'll side note mm-hmm. on, on Furtick. I uh, was just told literally this last Sunday that a couple of people that, that have been coming to church lately actually uh, saw him as a choir leader in mm-hmm. a church a long time ago.
0: Yeah, he, he was first a worship guy, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Makes sense with Elevation Music. Yeah. Um, very talented worship band. He writes a lot of their music, I thought. Still. Does he? That makes I think sense. so. All right. Well,
1: hey. Oh, it's
0: me, isn't it? Nah, people keep hearing me. When can go to you. Then you can... Okay. Hey, how do you... I'm going to skip down to this one because we've been to... Just when you go... Never mind. I can't talk. Today's a weird day. I get it. Hey, man, how do you find the one slash a good woman? What are mistakes you've learned from in, in the search for a good woman? Hmm. Great question.
1: This is a good question. Um, I would say, you know, when it comes to finding the one, man, like, I don't know if, if I feel like the moment you stop looking is when that possibility comes. Oh, mysterious. Because um, <laughs> I, I always feel like, at least for me, because, like, you asked, like, what mistakes have I learned in the past, um, is whenever I was trying to, like, seek out a woman, uh, either, even before I was saved, like, if I was trying to seek, seek it out, Like, it just never worked out, man. It was never, (laughs) never. But any time that I stopped and I actually tried to, like, focus on myself and, like, just, like, make myself a better person, uh, that's when opportunities came about, you know. Um, So I would say, like, how do you find, you know, that woman? Um, I would say that, you know, focus on yourself, and I think that that time will naturally come, man. You know, I think we get so caught up sometimes mm-hmm. in like you know, like we idolize that that moment, we idolize that that fairy tale, um, and and sometimes that's not always the case. Um, you know, not to sound dull, but <laughs> no, man, I think that's good. Um, so, yeah, focus on yourself, you know, and uh, trust. I guess, I guess, another thing that I can I can say is like trust your gut, which is a weird thing to say, probably, but like. I think that a lot of the time we're we're so focused on trying to find that 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 one that um, we kind of overcomplicate it. You know, if you're focused on yourself and then all of a sudden like you, like you you know you, you have an interaction with somebody, you know, and like you feel that feeling like okay, like I think it's I don't know, it's almost a supernatural thing, like whether it's the woman that you're going to be with the rest of your life or not, or if it's something
0: that you're going to pursue. Yeah, I think you know. So yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure. I think there's a one. Um, I mean, clearly God knows who it would be, but but from my perspective, I'm not sure there's a one because I think that you know we are called to act a certain way towards our spouse. So mm-hmm. you know, if I'm a Christian and I married the worst woman in the world, okay, uh, I'm called to love her the same as a believer. You That's know, good. Um, that being said, I made some mistakes for sure. I think uh, going all the way back. The first thing, when I, my first serious, well, my first Christian girlfriend, early 20s, uh, late, late teens, early 20s, part of my testimony. But um, <clears throat> I let her become my God. And that happens so often, even within the church and relationships. And here, well, Todd, how do you know that you're doing that? Well, it's easy. It's not. When you find that, that pleasing that person and keeping that relationship is the most important thing in your life. You have made that an idol, period. Yep. When um so that that's one thing. Uh, you know, I've said this before and I don't say this proudly, and I think we've joked, but like I, I hurt a lot of girls
1: hmm.
0: earlier in my life, um, even as a believer. And for me the reason was, and so this this is a real lesson, is that I kind of goes weirdly enough with the question of being raised healthily. You know, I was never Growing up, I don't think I was ever told or encouraged to, like, it was always go to college, you know, be successful, not right. not get married. That wasn't ever brought up.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so, you know, when I was dating girls sometimes, I think I minimized the emotional connection that they would have with me because I was assuming that they were the same emotional place I was. Mm. So, you know, I'm spending time with them and, and you know, and it's that classic thing in the young 20s of, well, you know, we're not dating or we're, we're hanging out. That term hanging out, which I think is so stupid now. And I think I just heard a lot of, a lot of girls, and, and I feel a lot of shame and guilt about that. A lot of good women. But, what, so what advice would I give? Uh, so I, I made mistakes by not taking it seriously enough. I guess I'll answer your first question. Um, by not... Yeah, that would probably be the most serious. Um, not viewing commitment as seriously as I should have. Mm. You know, what is the purpose of dating? If As a believer, the purpose should be marriage. And if you, you don't see that or you can't see yourself doing that, then you shouldn't be in that relationship, period. Um, so, tangible advice for guys out there, though. Find a woman of character. You know, me and my best friend... My old best friend, I don't know if you ever watched this stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, his name's Chris. We used to have this term that actually came from one of his aunts, and I loved it. And he said, we, we, we've used it very rarely, it's called a woman of substance. It means a woman, for us it's like the term we use for a high character, almost like, for lack of a better word, a Proverbs 31 woman, right? I know some women hate that picture, but it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Find a woman of character, and the Bible talks about beauty fades, man. It fades, but character uh, never will. You know, and um, finding the one is about finding someone who is going to help you glorify God the best, that's going mm-hmm. to be a good wife, that's going to be a good mother. You can't, we have a term I'm not going to use here amongst the guys, but you can't let yourself be blinded by beauty. Yeah. Because sometimes that happens. Um, you know, take relationships seriously if you're going to enter into them. That would be my best advice.
1: That's really good, man. So, I mean, that's solid, dude. I know that's something that I, I relate to is, like, I definitely – I don't think I, re, I looked at commitment the same way as I do now when no. I was younger before I was saved, for sure.
0: And like, even while after saved for me, man, because mm. – and, and that's something I'm proud of you, at is you have – but even post-saved, I didn't really have – I just didn't take it as seriously. Mm. Still. Even though in my mind I wasn't, like, quote, playing the field, I really wasn't. But that doesn't minimize the hurt that I had caused. Oh yeah, you know, because spending time with someone hmm. over and over, a lady, you know, that's that's going to create emotional connection. Yep. And I just I didn't take that seriously enough.
1: So I, anyway, I relate, man, like to that, and even like like idolizing women. That was my biggest hmm. thing too. Was like, you know, and now that was still a thing even after I was saved for sure too. Was like the relationship. It's hard not I was to. I was definitely an idolizer, hundred percent. So well, you know, I they relate, dude.
0: Represent the beauty of God. They're very intoxicating mm-hmm. and alluring, and you know, tender. And, and, and as guys, we can say all we want, but that we don't like that. But there's something about draws it. us to them. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's our stuff. All right. Good question. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two, long that. one for you. Here we go.
1: Not as long as the number <laughs> one, but if we're gonna we're gonna get it. <laughs> all right. It says, "Hey, y'all." Hope you're doing well today. I was fasting the other day, and my stomach growled really loudly in front of my friend. She asked me if I was okay, and I didn't know how to answer. Matthew six, uh, sixteen through eighteen says, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when they fast, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen, and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I didn't want to lie to her, but this verse was in my mind. So how should I have answered her?
0: I think you could have been honest. Um, I mean, you, well, first of all, you could have just said, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> and said, I'm hungry, you know, or something. But uh, Just to help you from the, the simplest way. But, you know, that verse, it's very interesting. I used to think the same thing. Really, you got to realize that Jesus, when he's teaching, is, is, is preaching and teaching against religion, which is dead. Religion are acts that we do through our own strength to try to earn some sort of reward from God and or, Mm. but often more importantly, particularly in the case of, he mentioned here, um, what does he say? As the hypocrites do, you know, he would also say the teachers and leaders. They're trying to get honor, right, by showing everyone else how holy they are. Look at me. Look at how much I'm sacrificing. Look at what I do. Look, 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 and God is saying that kind of heart and attitude misses the entire purpose behind it. So if you're going to do something for God, don't make a big show about it, which in turn is really just making it about you. Uh, Does that well, make yeah. sense? Does that answer the question? Oh, so, absolutely. That, that's what it means. So I think you could tell the truth because in that case, you weren't doing it. You know, your heart's shown in the fact you didn't want to tell.
1: Yeah. I also, I feel like kind of a, I think this is a great question, but it also, like, mm-hmm. makes me feel like maybe you, like, whoever like asked this question, that you might kind of live in, like, a, like, a, like, you have, like, a fear, like a fear of God in the sense of, like,
0: yeah, but I, maybe, but like I, I remember having this exact same question. When and was, fasted, it like a, was it like a... No, I just wanted to honor God, and I was like, oh, well, I well, want to cool. do it right. You know what that, I mean? Like, that's awesome. I want to do it right. Um, and maybe you're right, but sometimes it's like, well, I want to do the right thing, but it's not about the act, it's about the heart behind it. Absolutely. You a heart attack there, buddy?
1: Yes, I just had a weird pain, sorry. Hope you don't hurt your
0: chest, like I have in my <laughs> fat. It's just... just
1: but, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because that's really, like, that's cool because yeah. the way I kind of read it at first was like, oh, it almost sounds like they were, like, scared of there was how to respond mm-hmm. out of, like, a punishment. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that would happen, but I think it's cool that it's, it's cool that you were able to, like, say If it is that, it, though, it's good to know mm-hmm. that
0: for you to say something to it. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Remnant dudes, have you ever listened to the song Start the Fire? By unspoken we got an unspoken fan now
1: and they they want us to listen to a song each week I did end up fully listening to the one they sent last oh, week yeah. a good fight a really good song uh-huh. um I have not listened to this one start the fire but I, I will definitely listen to it there's
0: a song I have on my list from them called mistakes it's pretty powerful I, too. that's a good one yeah that's I a good one not
1: even
2: thinking about this but when you said start the fire unspoken was not what came mind. I already know it song that's
0: the the f- no. It's a country song. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of a. We didn't start the fire. Oh man, that song is a weird, catchy song. Oh it's yeah, so weird. My teacher had us sing that, that song kid, one actually. year. Yeah, it was like he, class. it was. Yeah, he me was playing too.
1: guitar to it and the whole song. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> that's one of those
2: weird songs that's like. Hilarious.
1: You heard it here. It was dope. That's right. It was drugs. Shout what? out! Shout out, Mister Help.
0: Hello? <laughs> just messed me
1: <laughs> oh it's my turn sorry oh you're good man okay um okay i can't apparently i can't handle paper here we go what are the what are these verses talking about we got proverbs 21 3 158 uh, and first 1 samuel 15 22. Are they talking about actual sacrifice of, like, the lambs or us sacrificing things in our life? I hope that makes sense.
0: Okay, so Proverbs 21.3 says, Doing what is righteous and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Proverbs 15.8, that's next, right? Yep. Says, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is acceptable to him. Hmm. And the last one is 1 Samuel?
1: Yep, 1 Samuel 15, 22. And
0: that one says, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. And it goes on. Into, "Uh, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed, means listen to, is better than the fat of the rams. Uh, so overall, those verses are kind of the same thing we were talking about earlier. They're talking about that sacrifices... Um. Of course, it's talking about the Old Testament in that case, like or the idea of actual, you know, sacrifices. Mm. You can give the 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 act of sacrificing to God in any capacity is meaningless if the heart isn't behind it. So let me put it in maybe proper terms. So I mean, um, modern terms. Say, you have someone that goes to church all the time and, I'm like, hey, I'm a good Christian. Look at me. I go to church. And God is saying, and Jesus says this too when he talks and gives the example of people will come and say, Did I prophesy in your name? Did I heal in your name? And he'll say, Get away from me. I never knew you. Yep. So these verses are talking about sacrifices. Certainly, um, they're talking about the, the uh, Old Testament um, system of actual sacrifices. But the heart behind it isn't about the rams or the lambs. The heart behind it is, hey, Religious acts again. What's a what's a better Christian? The Christian who tithes, right, using that term, goes to church, whatever, or the Christian who follows what Jesus says, who loves his neighbor, who forgives. Which one is the real Christian?
1: The second one. Man. Yeah, and
0: I think that's the point of these verses. It's good. Hopefully that helps. So the sacrifice in and of itself could be anything. You may you could go on a missions trip. But if it's not in the right heart, even though you may have done a good action, that's not going to be as beautiful as someone who's actually a disciple and following Jesus. Absolutely. So that's great. All right, I'll just ask you this one. Okay. Going with question from last week: With living by the sword, die by the sword. Is it wrong for Christians to do combat sports? Why or why not?
1: I don't think so at all, man. Uh, if, if anything, you know, I think about. They've probably heard me chewing my gum all day. I'm so sorry. I just rolled really <laughs> <leave> it my mouth. <laughs> um, I would I would say there's de- there's nothing wrong with doing combat sports. If anything, I think it teaches it te- uh, teaches aspects of our faith. You know, when we talk about mm. strength and courage. Um, you know, what's interesting? I I find it interesting, and I don't I don't have an answer to this. People, I guess, like people who watch the show, would maybe need to answer this. But like, I feel like there's always this weird, like, I don't even know, like not tension, but like there's just weird, like people can read the Bible and see like war and killing in the Bible. Like that's the word of God. But then like people like, but can we do combat sports? (laughs) It's like, it's just interesting, but that's kind of a random aside, but like, it's just odd. Um, but for this, yeah, I think it, it can teach some very interesting things. Like, um, I think about Paul talking about like beating your body into submission, like a combat sport can help teach that kind of a discipline. um, you know, winning the you know, what he talks about, you know, running the race of life. Like I mm-hmm. think this this is another thing that can develop that that grit that you need to get through the hard times, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think those are just a couple things that a combat sport can teach you. Um mm-hmm. so of course I, I definitely think it's it's okay for Christians to do combat sports. Yeah,
0: I think you can be a Christian and do that as well, especially because there's rules in, in it, right? Um now, could I see some Christians who to go to that place, it could tr- take them to a dark place that they couldn't It's kind of like when I think about Corinthians, whatever the Lord puts in your conscience, you do and do some people probably couldn't do it without mm. doing the right thing and some people can in fact, I know there are some Christian MMA fighters for instance um, and boxers, so yeah, I think it reminds me of the verse actually on the wall right uh, whatever you do, essentially in paraphrasing do it um, do it with all your heart as though well working for the Lord uh, you know so yeah I think I don't think it's wrong for Christians to do that.
1: Nah, you no, know not at I all. I mean,
0: because then you'd say, okay, is it wrong to play sports at all? Is it wrong to play football? You know, those kinds of things. Yep. Now, is it wrong to go out and just start beating people in the street with your skill? No, yes, that's wrong.
1: That is definitely <sighs> wrong, yes. Okay. probably. Okay. So it says, you are to hand over this man to Satan for the destruction of his body so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. That's 1 Corinthians 5.5. 5. The question is, what does this mean? Uh unrepentant sinners over uh, hand unrepentant sinners over to satan and he will kill them
0: no so this specific situation is talking about in the church in corinth there was a son who was sleeping with his father's wife which even to the pagans was apparently pretty bad so the feeling they get is the church was just accepting that, and Paul was making this point of like because you were just letting this happen, you guys are even, you're for lack of a better, you're tainting the water of your church. Like you're tainting your church. Mm. You need to get this guy from out from among you. He wasn't repenting. He wasn't changing. He was just continuing to do it. So what this they're saying you've got to get rid of. So handing him saying, This is kind of a deep verse here. There's a couple of things we know. In practice, all this means is he was excommunicated, meaning he was kicked out of the church. Kind of like he says in Matthew, right? What right. Jesus said he was hey, you cannot be a part of us, you can't associate with us, et cetera. So, Todd, why does that mean, why did they use the word hand over to Satan? Now, this is what it gets interesting. Apparently, the implication here is is outside of that, right? You are outside of, like, for lack of a better word, the protection that comes from being, spiritually from being with God's people. You know what I mean? From being, um, and so the enemy, right, could, whether that, some people say, could be an illness, could be actually physical things, or just, the misery of, right, not being in community. Either way, that being out there outside of the beauty of the church, the goal is to drive that person to truly see what they're doing, be convicted, and repent of their sin. That's right. That makes sense? So we take for granted sometimes the beauty of the church and this sort of protection we have together under the, for lack of a better word, the covering, right, that, that when we all come together that we're the temple, Yes. Well, he's saying, hey, if you can't, ex- you can't change, you got to be outside that. You it reminds me sort of, excuse me, what Jesus said. If you don't want to be with us, then you can have what you want and be outside of us.
1: Exactly. Now, yep. the
0: beauty is, Second Corinthians tells us that the same situation, it seems to imply, Paul ends up saying, hey, his misery's been enough. Let him come back. So apparently he did repent. Then the church started going, well, he can't come back. Because, again, they took the heart, or they missed the heart. Mm. And he said, hey, he's been hurting enough. Bring him back in. Him. so the goal is in practice it just means they were telling him hey you gotta he's, he can't be a part of the church he cannot be viewed as a christian enough with us whatever the goal is not to punish him hurt him or anything it's to drive him to be convicted to the end of himself so that he can repent that's good man makes sense oh yeah to truly be saved really at the end of the day his spirit because it talks about it right like to save him mm. anyway hope that that helps um, which, by the way, that goes right along with Matthew eighteen, right? When when Jesus tells us how to handle oh, yeah. unrepentance, definitely goes
1: right along with it. Yeah. Uh,
0: as Christians, are there things we can take away from Viking culture to help us in our walk in manhood?
1: Honest man, not, I don't really know a whole lot about Viking culture, so I mean, you know, I would imagine you know I I know you guys are really into Viking culture and what you guys have said before. Like, don't try
0: to tell me what I'm into. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> and so. Uh, you know, what you guys have said, you know, I definitely think there's stuff to take away from it, especially this, this deep sense of like brotherhood. Uh, it seems that seems very prominent in a Viking culture, you know, which can definitely, you know, can be convicting as far as like Christians in the church. Um, but other than that, I mean, that, that's that'd really be the if if I had to choose one thing that, that seems to stand out from Viking culture, it's that sense of brotherhood that
0: you, I've heard you guys talk about a lot. Yeah, man. I th- maybe C.S. Lewis talks about this, but other people do too. Is this idea that, Oh, man, what is that word? There's a word. Is it camaraderie? No, it's a theological kind of theological. The bottom line is, like I said earlier, that there's echoes of a of a life um, of hurt in my own life, but all creation has um, pieces right of God in a way. Like you can see where where sin entered in and broke it up, but there's still, there's roots sometimes in, in all these different mm. things. And I think in Viking culture, you have that too. And as men particularly, it can speak to us because it talks about honor, right, and brotherhood. And they did have a code. And even the family system was a lot more um, traditional than than people know, right? Like the wives took care of the family, but they were strong. Yeah, um, It just, it, it, I don't know. So I think... You can take something good from anything as long as you filter it through Scripture and the Bible and anything. It's kind of like martial arts, right? You can take things from martial arts that were founded on other religions and use it to glorify God as long as it's filtered through Mm. the context of of the Bible and through being a Christian. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm stumbling on my words today.
1: I get it, man. I can't speak either. I I can't tell people about my life. Yeah, man. Honorable. Yeah. Tell the truth, all that
0: stuff. <laughs> Great question.
1: Absolutely. Alright, is uh is it seven? Is that yeah, where we're I think at? So. Okay. Should men fight more verbally and physically? In past culture it seemed a fact of life, but now it it's like we should like wait, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't read the the last put the boop boop boo, boo. Hey. Alright, let's try that again. <laughs> it says should men fight more verbally and physically? In past culture it seemed a fact of life, but now it's not, so should we?
0: I don't necessarily know we should fight. I think like, because scripture says be at peace and all that. Do I think like sparring and wrestling and like there's benefit to like physical competition with men? Yeah, and uh, mm. somehow the Christian culture hates that. Like the the mainstream culture, like we're not supposed to. I, I think about us in church leagues, like we've been told you're too you're too competitive. And I'm like, we actually are great, fun people. We yeah, we want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Do I? It goes back to what you said. I think there's benefits to men learning grit. Resilience. I yeah, used to man. say I think every guy should have to either wrestle or play football, um, every kid, because it teaches some some real lessons, man. And those are two sports that kind of force you, for lack of a better word, to go into combat, right? Lack oh, word, for man. sure, man. Dude, and, there, and there's – yeah, wrestling's Ooh. tough. They both are. So should they fight more verbally physically? Not necessarily. Do I think sometimes that – I guess fight in the sense that when we have problems with each other, we should talk about it because instead of ignore it, that's true. That. that
1: is very true. Because so. I think that's definitely leaked into culture as time has went on. As as it's led away from both those things verbally and say like physically, like it's become, like you said, where it's just a a lot of passive aggressiveness now in mm-hmm. culture and like Which is almost uglier. Yes.
0: 100%. So I definitely don't think we should go out and just start punching people and fighting you know, <laughs> to, to resolve our issues. But do I think there's benefit to competition and and wrestling and physical, you know, and sparring and those kinds of things sure. I don't know. Why wouldn't it be? Mm -hmm. You know, anyway. All right, man, here we go. What changes or actions have you taken this week in regards to AJ's message Sunday? Urgency. Hmm. You could answer that, I guess, even if it was your message.
1: Yeah. Um, Taking the action. I I would say, man, the biggest thing for me is, like, just trying to be a little more outspoken. Like, not so sucked into myself. So, like, urgent to tell people, like, urgent to, like, speak to people to try to open a line of communication about Christ. Mm. So, like, I know you guys mentioned... uh, Mad Max earlier, mm-hmm. like it was cool because like I got to also kind of be a part of it, yeah like, he the told tail end mm-hmm. super cool, man, super proud of you by the way, mad max um, but so that that's just kind of like the small example of mm-hmm. like being able to walk into those situations and and not be like in like a weird like panic mode or like not even see those those possibilities because i 'm just so caught up in my own life, so uh. I would say my point of urgency that I haven't done yet that I need to is, like, I need to have an urgency and, like, mission. You know, what is the mission? You know, what is the gospel? Am I am I living my life like the gospel? Which, you know, to me, you know, am I giving everything, you know, like you just mentioned the, the verse that's even on our wallet, and you're like, mm-hmm. do I do that? I do not. Mm-hmm. So that that's the one I wouldn't. But as far as what I have done, I feel like I've been able to kind of put myself at least – uh socially more out there
0: that's cool yeah about you fun turn anything
1: nothing
2: that i've noticed specifically in my life that i can think of right now i i I think well actually that's a lie um i think um it's been more of a mind shift change again i've had an interesting few weeks as it is but uh essentially just making it more urgent to filter what I'm learning now about grit and things like that through the Bible and being more urgent about that. And then mm. having that to actually help people rather than just myself. So learning how I can not only affect the people around me in a positive manner and not be selfish and just keep it all to myself and just be alone in the corner in the like Batman um, justice. But, um, but to actually turn around and go, okay, well, there's a cultural standard here. I need to be willing to hold up that standard, and I need to be urgent about this because it's no help for me to just stand in that corner. That's I good. can judge the world around me, but that doesn't stop the fire from burning, so I need mm-hmm. to put it out.
0: That's good, man. Um, I have not listened to it yet, unfortunately. I haven't got the, the uh, pleasure of doing that, so I mm. can't say that I have, but I'll let you know. Yeah, but I heard good things. So, um, yeah. I think there's one more there. Yes. A statement that we received. It says. It sounds a lot like <laughs> Remnant dudes guy.
1: It does. It Says, live your life to glorify Him, Jesus. Oh. Share Jesus set the captives free and heal the broken. Amen. Be encouraged, Todd, AJ, and Clint.
0: Keep looking up. Thank you, brother. I love you a lot. Appreciate you. And it sounds. I know. I know. If it is who we think, sometimes he thinks that. This stuff doesn't impact us, but it does it really does I, I need to be reminded of that so thank you so much yeah
1: because I'm always in my own head thinking I'm the
0: worst especially so. the, yeah especially <laughs> the idea of just keep looking up of like keep your focus on Jesus and all those terrible things kind of get minimized mm. so. all righty well hey let's see we've got what were we at here time wise my friend oh boy fun turn I'd imagine yeah. we're over an hour yeah we're probably pretty long again we had a lot of
1: questions today though it's true man they, they were they came oh, so yeah. guys. thank you guys, thank you, guys. Yes. you got anything
0: you want to say my friend
1: I love you guys so much thank you so much for your support you listening thank you for watching if you are watching from any sort of our platforms that we put the show on please like it share it throw a comment in there um, you guys are awesome you know you guys are so faithful to us and you know without you guys this show wouldn't be possible so I just want to say thank you I love you
2: awesome fun turn so apparently in present light of me not telling people not to say mean things, they've decided to just forget every episode before that where I asked you, just move on down the line.
0: Goodbye. Was there so, mean stuff?
2: Um, not necessarily. Well, there were a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. My bad. <laughs> I, I felt bad about that. So we'll go do this again. If you came here the first time being here, we welcome you. That is you ironic. liked us. I, I I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you like the show. Can't wait to see you next week. If you didn't like us, I'm going to ask you to leave. Just go on down the line. You, <laughs> you don't need to stay. Me. You see, you don't need. You see, you have free will. You don't have to keep listening to the show if That's you don't true. like us. You can you can go on down the line. You and also don't have to, to burn something. our house down. Yeah, one you it's don't true. Have to Come burn on, burn it down. You don't have to Come say on. anything. You see, your mama told you something one time, and it was. If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say anything. So, r- remember what your mama told you. You can just go on down the line now. And and we wish you farewell. We we, we pray that... Can't say that sarcastic cop. But we pray that you have a great life. And we we, we love that you showed up. But uh, if, for the people that loved us, loved the show, we can't wait to see you next week. Uh, please leave a, a rating down below. A five-star rating really helps us out on the business end of things. And leave a little little description down there. You can tell us what favorite sandwich you have, your favorite basketball, your favorite, favorite Boy, I, I, I don't know. It's, I prefer Wilson. We're going to have some very interesting comments this week. Um, uh, go ahead and do that. It, and, and really helps us out on the business and things. And again, if you didn't like us, we bid you farewell. Have mm. a great day. Please, please don't say anything mean. You don't need to. You, <coughs> you can keep it to yourself. It's better that way. Just keep it to yourself going down the line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Goodbye. All right.
2: Farewell. I bid you adieu. That's <laughs> all I got.
0: Um, thank you, fun turn. Hey, I love you guys. Appreciate you. Most important thing, and I mean this, is, is God really does love you, and he loves you so much that he invaded this earth um, by saying this, Son, God made flesh to save you, to teach us, to show us how to love, to show us what he really intended for us. You were meant for so much more than you even know, mm. and your value is is uh, enough for God himself to to die for you. And, um, man, the gospel is a beautiful thing. So you owe it to yourself to look into that. Jesus loves you, and what he wants is is simple and hard. He wants your life. He wants you to give up the way you've been chasing life, the, the empty cups you've been drinking from, the... Uh, you know, the trails you've been going down to try to find purpose and to come back to him because he's the only one that knows um, and can fulfill what you're looking for. So God loves you so much. Um, That's pretty much it. We love you, too. We hope you uh, got something out of the show. Forgive us for our inability to speak today. (laughs) Certainly, no, I could not speak today. Me either, man. Uh, Love you. (laughs) We'll miss you. Hope you have a great day, and God bless you.